Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, it's one of our special monthly trailer roundup episodes, so we're not doing our usual format. Instead, we are going to look at the month of August and look at a bunch of movies that are coming out with me as he's been for the last 12 months on these special trailer episodes is Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year. Always fun to have Jason on the show, and uh, yeah, we have a lot of movies to talk about, so we'll get to that in a second. Before we do, I want to remind you, as always, to make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever it is you listen to podcasts. We just did an episode on Space Jam, A New Legacy. We also did Gunpowder Milkshake. We've done a whole bunch of recent movies, and in the coming weeks, we've got episodes on Pig. We've got episodes on Old, Jungle Cruise, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, We also recently did Black Widow. We did... uh, oxygen we do everything we do a little bit of the streamers a little bit of the major giant blockbuster movies and everything in between so make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts and if you like what we're doing here on the show make sure to rate and review us over on apple Podcasts or Podchaser or wherever you like to review and rate things that would be awesome if you did that we'd appreciate it especially if you leave us a five star one of those things uh you could also follow us on social media Media at Piecing Pod. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. And last but not least, don't forget we do have a Patreon. It's the Produced by David Rosen Patreon, where I combine content from all of the projects that I produce, whether that is this podcast, Piecing It Together. We post early advanced episodes and bonus stuff and all kinds of cool stuff from Piecing It Together. Also, bonus episodes from Awesome Movie Year, Jason's podcast, and stuff from my music career, which I am currently working on uh, preparing a a couple of new releases that are going to go up on the Patreon first. So lots of great content over there. It's patreon.com slash Rosen. Of course, number one is just subscribe to the show. Number two, rate and review. Number three, share it. But if you still want to support what we're doing here, check out the Patreon. That's an awesome way to support what we're doing. So check it out. The Produced by David Rosen Patreon. Let's get to the conversation. We got a lot of movies to talk about this month. 
All right, Jason Harris is back with us for another monthly trailer roundup. And Jason, do you want to know why today's episode is kind of special? Is it a one-year anniversary for us, Dave? It is. August 2020, we started these crazy things. How about wow. that? Wow. And look at yeah. how far not most of society has come at all. <laughs> we're all doing just fine because <laughs> at least we're doing trailer episodes every month. Well, I like the trailer episodes. It gives they me, are fun. You know, it keeps yeah. us uh, invested in what's coming out and... You know, and uh, it keeps us ahead of the game and also gives us a checklist of what to see for the next month. That's right. And uh, speaking of which, as we've been doing these last few months, uh, let's take a quick look back at last month's movies and see what we actually watched and what we thought real quick. Uh, in July, we talked about No Sudden Move, which I still haven't watched the new Soderbergh. Uh, you liked it a lot, though, I did right? like it. Uh, it gets a little murky in places, but, you know, super stylized, good performances. Um, I recommend it. Just go watch it. Yeah, I'm going to. It's definitely on my watch list for this month. Um, Summer of Soul, which I got to see in the theater, which was a lot of fun. I uh, thought it was a little bit of a mixed bag. I, I think they focused a little too much on the stuff around the concert i would have liked to just watch the concert for an hour and a half but uh what do you think did you watch it uh it's actually like next on my list i watched the woodstock 99 one that came out yesterday that came out this weekend yeah and i figured after watching something uh with so many horrible people <laughs> yeah. in it i can watch something joyous like summer of soul next yeah that's a good plan for sure next up was the tomorrow war which i watched and it's not great but I am shocked that a lot of people really seem to like this movie. Did you watch it? I mean, they're it? already making a sequel, right? Yeah, they are. They're making a sequel. It's, I mean, it's these streaming movies, I guess, you know, they're pretty cheap. Although this didn't start as a stream movie. It was actually supposed to be a theatrical release, but it really feels like a streaming movie. And yeah, people just really connected with it, even though I think it's really derivative and just, eh, I don't know. It wasn't terrible, though. I skipped it because I didn't hear good things, but I know it's popular. So. Yeah crazy uh also popular is black widow of course the return of the marvel cinematic universe i liked it a lot um i it's not like top tier marvel but i had a lot of fun with it i'll tell you what's interesting for me marvel movies is usually like a good build and then act three like takes it to the next level for me right mm -hmm. this one was the exact opposite where I thought like oh this is really good like you know i like the characters and the family dynamics and then once they got to the Red Room in Act 3, it was just so much action and, like, trying to make sense of what was going on with the speeches and the pe people's faces coming off to reveal their other people. Like, mm. it just totally fell apart in Act 3 for me. There was no meaning to anything in Act 3, and it totally dropped it down for me. Like, it's okay, but it, it had so much more promise based on that first hour and a half. I do think, because you watched it at home, right? I watched it at home, but I know the action sequences were awesome. Like, no, wait yeah. a second. To be honest with you, I watched part of it in, in the theater uh, the first <laughs> time and then fell asleep and then watched it at home and saw the whole thing. So. Interesting. That's a, that's a way to watch a movie for sure. Yeah, no, that, that third act, I get what you're saying about it, but I think I just had fun with the spectacle of it. It was very, you know, insanely over the top and just shit happening just nonstop. but uh, i had fun with it in the theater well i though. mean i get the spectacle of it but if it's all like if it's just splooge 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 like <laughs> yeah. does any of that splooge mean anything? a lot of that it was definitely a lot of that 
Next up, we've got Gunpowder Milkshake, which is our most recent episode of Piecing It Together. Everybody should check that out. Uh, the movie, it's all right. Not great, but uh, it's fun. I didn't, I as I said last month, the trailer just didn't interest me. And again, like... I'm not, you know, if the feedback is like, yeah, it's okay. Like, that's that's just, I'm going to pass on. That's fair. Absolutely fair. Next up is Pig, which is a movie that I watched that is great, that you are going to be watching soon, and we should hopefully be doing an episode soon on Yeah, super excited for that. Awesome. I'm glad you like that. It, see, that enthuses me. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's very good. I'm very much looking forward to talking about it with you. Uh, next after that is Die in a Gunfight, which uh, is actually playing at Art House here in Las Vegas. I kind of want to go uh, check it out. I've only been there once since they opened, and uh, it looks good. I'm I'm interested in seeing yeah, it. Yeah, I want to check out that theater too. So um, as I told you, we might on my on one of my other podcasts, Food and Loathing, we might be doing a segment on like. Uh, movie theaters that have like upscale food and mm. our house is one of them so that sounds like a perfect uh endeavor awesome next up uh, at the time of this recording it's going to be our next episode of piecing it together it is space jam a new legacy which is just an absolute disaster in every possible way D- did you actually watch it yet jason nope i will probably watch it when my daughter's back from her seemingly uh her long vacation with uh, other members of like she's with her grandparents for like weeks now so if she wants to watch it i'll watch it but i you know i don't want to it's so bad so so bad uh next up is a movie i was really looking forward to but and i usually don't let like critical response like affect my decision to see a movie really but snake eyes is just getting demolished they're just calling it the most boring movie that's totally not what the trailer sold us on and that's really disappointed i'm still gonna see it eventually but i haven't gotten to it yet yeah we both like the trailer but i think you should definitely see it and uh, and i hope you're miserable during it i probably will happen it will happen uh next up is jungle cruise which uh, i'm planning on seeing next weekend when it comes yeah, out it's not out yet but we like the trailer yep same for Stillwater, which is the next one on the list also not out quite yet and then the green knight which i'm going to see on tuesday i'm super super excited about that sounds cool i will look forward to your feedback on that one and uh it's just uh you know as we can tell by that list and then this list it's just you know big movie big movie big movie we're not seeing like i mean pig is like maybe the only kind of cool small indie in there right so right right um and it's another month like that coming up so Let's get rolling. Yes, let's start extremely big uh, with The Suicide Squad coming to theaters on August 6th. They brought James Gunn in for a sort of sequel to the absolutely terrible Suicide Squad movie, but it's also kind of a reboot. It's, uh, you know, the same similar anti-hero team-up that that movie was, except for hopefully with a better uh, success for this thing i mean we'll see margot robbie's back as harley quinn so that's good joel kinnaman's back i like him and then mostly the rest of the cast is different uh what do you think about this trailer i mean i did not see the original so let's get that or not or whatever the last one right did you see you said it was awful right oh it's it's probably my least favorite comic book movie of the last like you know the the modern comic book movie era yeah i did i did watch birds of prey which i was very underwhelmed with obviously she's very charismatic but like again like dude can we have a script that makes sense here you know right um so but this but speaking of scripts look 
if you want someone to fix your superhero franchise, James Gunn's the guy to do it. The, the, the preview looks good. You know, we see the rise of uh, movie star John Cena yet again here. You know, Margot sure. Robbie is taking it over. Idris Elba, like, what, what else do we want here? And it's got, I mean, I didn't put it as a piece because it would be too obvious, but it is, hey, can you Guardians of the Galaxy up our Suicide Squad? Exactly. That's, I think, why they brought him in, for sure. So uh, what do you have for your pieces? Well, I did want to, because there is so much humor involved with it, I did put Deadpool, because mm-hmm. I thought we should at least have one superhero movie that um, involves, uh, you know, such such jokey jokes. Um, and then I was thinking, like, where was a team that had a mix of, like, heroes and creatures and just kind of... Um, a bit of that, I guess you would call it like, it's not supernatural, but like otherworldly stuff. So I went with Spaceballs, another comedy there. Nice. And, uh, and lastly, if you're going to do like a group where there's that kind of like infighting, but we're on a quest together, I put uh, Ocean's Eleven. All right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I also, of course, had Deadpool on my list. I mean, a lot of self-referential humor and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's also going to be pretty hard R from what I gather. Uh, I also thought of the Expendables, uh, bringing together all these large personalities sure. together. Uh, and then my last piece that I thought of, uh, you know, James Gunn got his start in kind of B-movie horror stuff. And it seems like he's maybe going to bring some of that sensibility to this in a way like Evil Dead 2, which also is a sort of sequel slash do-over of the original. And so I just feel like it kind of has both of those things to it that uh, makes it a good fit. I think the only difference is that we the original Evil Dead 2 is the best of the bunch, but uh-huh. Evil Dead's pretty good. The original 2 is right. pretty that, good. That is absolutely fair, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, I think next month they're going to be doing theatrical screenings of the original Evil Dead. So put that on the That list would be too. fun. Yeah. I'd yeah. Check that out. So, and then maybe the uh, unvaccinated will end up Evil Dead. <laughs> by go- I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I, I agree. But uh, sorry, guys. If they're listening, uh, go get vaccinated. Just get the shot, dude. Yeah. Just please do it. For everyone. <laughs> next For up. Next up is uh, Free Guy. Coming to theaters August 13th with Ryan Reynolds as a video game character who realizes he's a video game character just before the game is going to be turned off, go offline, whatever whatever you want to call it. Uh, looks at, at first I was kind of last month I mentioned that I didn't really think this looks very good. I'm I'm kind of starting to warm up to it with the latest trailer. Uh, but you you think this looks fun, right? I do. I mean, this was going to be a big Christmas movie, right? Yeah. Um, and I just think I I love I like the concept of uh, you know um, a role playing background character who has consciousness and kind of realizing you know that that's uh, that's what's going on, man. So, yeah, absolutely. What do you got for pieces on this? I put well, I mean, Wreck It Ralph talking about characters who realize they're in a video game, uh-huh. and and then you know the the fun part of this preview is like. The beginning where, like, he's got this perfect life in this perfect world. And I just thought to myself, everything is awesome. <laughs> Lego movie. Hell yeah. And, of course, some Ready Player One in there. I I, re- I wrote down Jerry Maguire. I think, I, I don't know why I did that. I, I must have been, you know, oh, he kind of, you know, 
what's my purpose in this life? Who's coming with me? That type of thing. I okay. Think that's why I did that. yeah. yeah, that's an interesting piece there. I, I would not have thought that. But yeah, maybe, maybe. You never know. And yeah, I, I hadn't thought of the Lego movie, but that definitely, it, it has a lot of that, like a live action, the Lego movie kind of feel. It, it's definitely like that. The just overly chipper main character, you know? It definitely seems like that a lot. Uh, I'll throw in there the Jumanji reboots that kind of used the world of video games as an anything goes over the top playground for all kinds of action comedy set pieces. Uh, also Tron for, you know, just being stuck in a video game world. Uh, and then lastly, spoiler alert for one of my favorite So Bad It's Good movies. But uh, for anyone who hasn't seen Serenity, go watch Serenity, the uh, absolute disaster with Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. I love that movie so much. Without giving away the big twist, let's just say video games are involved. So but A yeah. lot of people like that movie. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's starting to get a bit of a cult following. People should definitely watch it, though. Do you remember that movie Gamer with Gerard Butler? That sure. That came to mind, too. Yeah, yeah. No, that would definitely fit, I think. Definitely could be a, a piece here. So uh, next up is Coda on Apple TV, coming August 13th. Uh, it's about a singer uh, who's the only hearing person uh, in her family with uh, two deaf parents. Um, it won a lot of awards at Sundance this year. It was kind of like the big, most talked about thing, I think, that and Summer of Soul. But yeah, it looks like it's going to be a real like kind of crowd pleaser family type film. What did you think about this? Super excited based on this preview. I know it had won a lot of stuff, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we would get excited based, you know, because sure. it could be too... Because I think, you know, a lot of those times you get there and they're very sentimental. And this mm -hmm. one was not. This one seemed to have a, like a really um, good amount of humor and conflict with the characters. And, you know, obviously there's the love uh, between the daughter who can hear and the rest of the family who is deaf. And um, it just seemed like it just seems like the the way they handle their dynamics with, you know, being on the level with it and not being afraid to make fun of it or joke about it is it seems sure. great it looks like it's going to be great absolutely i'm really looking forward to it uh what do you got for some pieces here what do i have for pieces well immediately i thought of one of my favorite subgenres, uh, because this is a blue collar family and there's someone with a talent who the rest of the family can relate to but yet they have to kind of support it and that is that kind of british blue collar like we're in a working town you're just gonna work in the mines or the factories with the rest of us and then billy elliott says but i want to dance father right and i love those movies they're so good and billy elliott's the best of the bunch like that's a that's almost a perfect movie to me so yeah uh, if you haven't seen it i feel like you know that movie was gained such uh, fame and uh, uh, it was so beloved and then they did the Broadway show and now maybe it's kind of under the radar again so go watch Billy Elliot. Uh, Mr. Holland's Opus was my other one because he's a music teacher with a deaf son and he has to find a way to relate to him through his craft. Awesome. Well, starring Sir Richard Dreyfus. 
Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, to go along with your Billy Elliot, with the the description of that subgenre, I thought of Fighting with My Family, a movie that I actually never saw before. But this is you know similar kind of like uh, you know family doesn't understand this thing that you've got a passion for and uh, that. Well, wait a second. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't that family understand that if that entire family is all wrestlers? Is that how it works out? See, I yeah. I've never actually yeah. seen the movie, but in in my recollection of that trailer, I thought that they didn't get it or whatever they no they're all wrestlers and they all come from a wrestling family and she becomes like a wwe star and the brother doesn't so. okay bam, 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 bam. strike it from You're the record out. i'm out you can I... say brassed off about the uh british band who uh of like blue work blue collar workers who wants to go to a competition but um but why don't, why don't you just say brassed off? I, I don't know what that is. So Yeah, well, you don't know what fighting with my family is either, <laughs> yeah. apparently. I failed. I absolutely failed. Uh, so, yeah, I, I only have one other one to throw in here. And it, it's a very different thing. But uh, the, the TV series on Freeform called Switched at Birth that I only saw because Gina was watching it. But uh, it's about two families where the kids are switched at birth and they get to know each other and they form a friendship. And one of them is deaf and uh, they kind of... The, dynamics of that relationship and friendship and also the fact that she is uh you know going off to college and leaving the family and so there's like a lot of those same kind of family like empty nest kind of dynamics going on as well as dealing with uh with the deaf character in in you know really well put together way does gina drink a lot of wine she eh, occasionally yeah i feel like by her viewing habits they would all involve just yeah pictures of wine <laughs> pictures <laughs> uh, oh god i don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> moving on to our next movie it's don't breathe Two. it's coming to theaters on august 13th uh fetty alvarez sequel to don't breathe which is a movie that's come up here on piecing it together a lot as puzzle pieces uh starring stephen lang in the original, these teens broke into uh, his house and he just one by one takes them out. He's this old blind guy, but he's able to just take them all out. Uh, there's a big twist ending for those who haven't seen it. I mean, you kind of have to know it watching this trailer that he's kind of set up at the end to be like this monster of a character. And now he's sort of the good guy in this one, which is a very weird, very strange twist to do with a sequel. But uh, what do you think about this? Well, so tell me, you saw the first one, right? Yeah. Now, I did not. Obviously, that's not my type of movie. But that doesn't mean that I wouldn't go see it. Um, I actually thought this was a good trailer. Like, mm-hmm. this, if I was going to see something like this, this would, this was a very effective trailer for that type of thing. And I, I you know, didn't know the relationships. But, I mean, you know, this is of that, you know, hey, we home invaded the wrong home. And now uh, bad, good, good guy, bad guy is going to murder beat us all to death right absolutely yep so i was trying to think of you know having not seen the first one and having those elements of supernatural it brought me back to one of our favorite uh nicholas cage movies of the of the recent years which is not a home invasion although it is an invasion of sorts which is color out of space mm-hmm. i thought that was one and then they do set up this character as like kind of like you know, I'm just an average guy trying to, you know, just have an average life with my, I guess, I don't know if it's his granddaughter or whoever, right? But, um, and then he's got like a past where he can just do murders on everyone and that's nobody, which 
comes up a lot between me and you this this year. Sure, absolutely. I thought you were going to go with Mandy uh, as the Nicolas Cage movie because that is kind of a home invasion, um, you know, and then he goes nuts on them. Uh, so, but yeah, definitely with both of those pieces, um, I'm going to go with Terminator 2 because the bad guy uh, from the original turns out to be the good guy this time sure. around. So That's nice. That's a good piece. There you go. And then uh, I also thought of um, David Gordon Green's Halloween reboot um, because it seems like in the years leading up to this new installment in the Halloween series, Jamie Lee Curtis's character has become like obsessed with the idea of home security and uh, being able to survive another attack and, and teaching uh, her daughter how to survive if, if something was to happen. So just that whole uh, obsessiveness with home security that was baked into that reboot. So Dave, is this a good move? Is the first one good? I love the first one. Yeah, I, I think it's it's one of the best like horror ish. It's not specifically a horror movie. I mean, it is, you know, a little bit scary and it's definitely a lot of people dying, uh, but it, it's more like a tension type movie. And uh, I just think it's really well done. That's good. I mean, I like those types of movies more than just straight horror movies. So it does sound fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Next up is The Protégé, coming to theaters August 20th, and directed by Martin Campbell, who did Casino Royale, GoldenEye, Foreigner with Jackie Chan, stars Michael Keaton, Samuel L. Jackson, Maggie Q, and it looks like a pretty straightforward, just action assassin thriller where the the trained assassin trained her whole life has to now go up against the organization um seems like your kind of movie what do you think yeah i mean uh i'm gonna go i'm gonna watch it hopefully you know it doesn't get just crushed with reviews but yeah i like you know i like this type of stuff and um we both like this kind of thing and <clears throat> i think i i kind of awesome movie year this one nice. we just did a, an episode of uh, point Blank in 1967, mm-hmm. and then we talked about uh, Payback, and you know both of those are man goes up against organization for revenge. And this one, it's a little different because she's avenging the death of uh, her mentor. But you know we've seen plenty of that stuff too. So sure, um, I mean you could throw Rocky Four in there if you wanted to. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that that that's kind of where I went with it, and uh, I hope it's a fun action movie. Absolutely. Um, I went with, and I, I definitely thought about payback as well. Um, but for my pieces, I went with Hannah because of this, this, this girl being trained to be an assassin and has to avenge her trainer basically. Um, and then, uh, I thought atomic blonde, I mean, just the kind of assassin movie where you just know going in, I mean, this person is going to just absolutely kill everybody and no one's going to stand a chance against yeah, her. Yeah, eat your popcorn and have a good time. That's right. Absolutely. Next up, movie that kind of came out of nowhere, I feel like, in a lot of ways. I just, you know, it's not every day that you're at the theater and a trailer plays for a movie you hadn't previously heard of. That's what happened with this one for me. Um, this is Reminiscence. It's coming out August 20th. Uh, directed by Lisa Joy, who worked on Westworld. Um, stars Hugh Jackman and Rebecca Ferguson. It's this sci-fi film about this new technology that lets people relive their past. And uh, the scientist kind of gets obsessed with it. Um, what do you think about this? Yeah, you're right, Dave. Like, I was like, what the... Where did this come from? Right, right. yeah. So, this... I think the most excited one, I'm most excited for Coda this month. This will be right under it. This looks like, but I think this is going to be boom or bust, right? It's either going to be a home run or a total strikeout. So, I mean, it looks great um, as far as the actual look of the film. And Hugh Jackman has been doing such good work in the last few years. I'm glad he's doing kind of this, you know, just grizzled um, detective time cop type 
person, you know. Ooh. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, really, this felt very Christopher Nolan-y to me. Um, mm. So I actually had both Inception and Memento because Inception, you're going into people's minds, and Memento, he has to piece together all the events, which seems like this is what um, Nolan has to do. I had L.A. Confidential because it does have that very noir feel that could really lead it to another level. I already mentioned Time Cop. So um, I had one other, but I don't remember it. But that's four of them. Oh, Eternal Sunshine, because it's the opposite of this. Instead of reliving all your memories, you're erasing all of them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Eternal Sunshine came to mind for me. Uh, Also, The Fountain, the Darren Aronofsky film. Uh, Hugh Jackman is a scientist living in three eras trying to save his wife from dying. Here he's a scientist going back in time to find some kind of lost love it seems like um so there, there's i think definite parallels here for him uh, as an actor uh, i also thought of a movie that i don't actually remember if i ever watched um but from 1995 strange days you remember that mm. movie with ralph yeah Bynes? i do yeah Bynes and juliet lewis yep yep Catherine bigelow directed i i forgot that she directed that maybe we should watch that one day we should discuss that because i don't that that totally under the radar there. yeah definitely but yeah it seems to have similar vibes to that like that kind of uh virtual world and people getting addicted to this new technology and um i just i just remember that was a uh, very cool looking movie back then yeah wasn't there that i think it was called surrogates where bruce willis was a detective in that world where all they like they all lived based in you know their virtual life instead of their real life yeah was, i remember it that. was a horrible movie yeah but, uh, that that was something that also came to mind i can't wait for us to sit on the couch with a pitcher of wine and watch strange days that sounds like fun let's do yeah, it. it does yeah all right next up is uh a movie that it's been delayed forever with the pandemic and everything. It is the Candyman reboot finally coming out August 27th. I don't understand why it's not in October, but Hollywood does these things sometimes. Uh, produced by Jordan Peele, directed by Nia DaCosta. Um, I, I'm i not sure if it's a uh, continuation of the Candyman movies. I never actually saw any of them. Did, are you a fan of those? I know you're not a big horror guy. No, but like this... The original one was so ubiquitous. It was on cable all the time. Mm-hmm. So I've definitely seen, you know, bits and pieces here and there. I was going to ask you, actually, have you seen Nia DaCosta's other directorial uh, feature, Little Woods? I haven't, no. I heard good things about it. Okay, I haven't either. But, you know, we obviously all trust Jordan Peele in the horror genre. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, you know, Get Out, obviously, a, a classic I sure. didn't see the second one. What was that? Us? Did you? See yeah, that? I don't like Us as much, but Get Out is enough to consider Jordan Peele someone you're just going to be interested in whatever he's going to do. Right, and and he's producing this. He's not. He didn't. And I think DaCosta right. also wrote this one, right? So, I believe so. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I mean the the trailer is very good. Like, oh yeah, it's got a good vibe, and it seems to have like a lot of social relevance as far as like the cops having beaten the Candyman to death, and now he comes back to on the neighborhood i actually had a tougher time figuring out puzzle pieces for this because like we've talked about these home invasion revenge horror movies but i was like is there like a full neighborhood revenge horror movie right (laughs) Um, right so i was looking in that regard and i didn't succeed but when you talk about revenge uh well before that we know the whole the whole thing is if you say his name five times he comes he comes back, right? So, right. Um, and one name that my daughter and I like to both say, especially around Halloween time, 
is Beetlejuice. So sure. I know the tone's totally different, but that's a similarity. And then uh, going back to our friends at Awesome Movie Year, which is me, you, and Josh, um, <laughs> we covered in our 2003 season on a bonus episode, Old Boy, which is uh, avenging everyone who ever wronged you. And I feel like that has a very Candyman-esque feel to it. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you could also throw the Babadook in there with Beetlejuice as names that get repeated and then, you know, shit happens. Um, but uh, other pieces that I thought of, this might be a stretch, but I thought of Ghostbusters 2 with the Vigo painting that's being investigated and then by messing with it ends up coming out and, you know, causing havoc, whatever. Um, so I, I thought of that. It seems like that's kind of where the uh, setup is for uh, bringing Candyman, the character, back. And then the other one, I've kind of replaced John Wick this month with David Gordon yes. Green's Halloween because uh, I'm bringing up Halloween again. I, I just think the, the success of that remake, even though I didn't like it that much, but just it was very successful. And I think that that uh, has led to some influence on this remake specifically and just like remaking horror properties. I think that that's been a big draw for that. Hmm. Well, I mean, as you know, like I'm not the biggest horror fan, but like I'm kind of, I, and I'm not against it. Like I, mm -hmm. I'm kind of excited for this one. I gotta say. Yeah, it, it definitely is a really good trailer. Um, and I'm going to revisit at least the first Candyman before this comes out. Um, so I kind of have a little bit of a frame of reference. I'm looking Count forward to that. Count me in with that pitcher of wine for that. Ooh, sounds fun. Um, all right, our last movie for the month, uh, one that you suggested. It is Vacation Friends coming to Hulu on August 27th. Our first streamer of this month, isn't it? That That's part of the reason I suggested it. One, it's yeah. a comedy. And two, like... I don't want us to forget. I mean, Reminiscence will be out on HBO Max and mm -hmm. theaters at the same time. But I still, I don't ever think that um, releases on streamers are going away, especially sure. if we get locked down again in the fall, right? So, <laughs> yes. But um, so I still think it's important for us to keep up on what's coming out on the stream. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And uh, yeah, I mean, this looks kind of fun. Uh, John Cena, Lil Ray Howery, Meredith Hagner, um, this couple meets... Another couple on vacation, they have fun, they go their separate ways, and then that couple shows up at their wedding and are insane. Is that, it's, that seems to be what the uh, premise yeah, is. It's yeah, it's a total, you know, 90s comedy premise. That, yep. Um, and, you know, John Cena uh, has often played the straight man in these type of things, or like, or the stuff that, the, the guy that stuff happens to, as opposed yeah. to the guy making the stuff happen, so... He's playing the wacky one, and little little Rel is uh, playing the other one here, right? So, yeah. Um, and he's also just on fire. He's all oh, over yeah. the place this summer, you know. Absolutely, so. he's great. Um, yeah, and and yeah. Speaking of John Cena, I there's this thing about him as a personality where whenever he's in a movie, he just looks so much like a wrestler. Like it, the rock's able to blend in a little bit more. Even, uh, even what's his name? Drax. Uh, I think Batista does but, the best because yeah. he chooses characters based on what he does. Right? Exactly. The rock is just franchise, franchise, franchise. Exactly. John but Cena looks like a wrestler though, when he's on screen. <laughs> But if you want to give him a little credit, he is trying to do more of these like kind of comedy things. Yeah. And, um, well, and that's what know. I was going to say. I think this is the most he's looked like just an actor in any movie I've seen so far. Um, of course, now he's back to wrestling. Sure. So, okay. For the summer. Anyway, so. <laughs> well, what do you got for pieces for this? Um, all right. Well, did you? I mean, this is probably the most obscure one I'm ever going to, or that I've mentioned this month. Have you ever seen Chuck and Buck? 
Shit, I'm sure I did back when it first came out. That's like so, maybe 2000. How long ago was that? Probably 2001 or two. Or yeah, whatever. early, early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. And it's Mike White, and it's about yep. uh, uh, two childhood friends, and one, and now they're adults, and one has a very good life, and the other one tracks them down and wants them to do things that they used to do, let's <laughs> say, you know? Yeah. And uh, this feels like, you know, that whole like, hey, you know, we met in a, it was a different time, a different place. You know, that's not who we are anymore, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, and then, then when I thought of like crazy vacation, uh, you know, getting it over our head things, uh, Dave and Mike need wedding dates. That's on my list as well. It's called Mike and Dave need wedding dates though. So it looks like I just beat you at your own game this time. Oh man. How's, <laughs> oh, turn about is fair play. Talking about fighting. <laughs> With my podcast family, Ooh. you got me on that one. There you go. There you go. Uh, back to uh, Chuck and Buck. That movie was great, actually. Now that I'm remembering it, I haven't seen that in forever, and it was it was 2000 when it came out. Um, I need to revisit that one of these days. That's a good movie. Yeah, I'd be down for that. And he's got that new show on the White Lotus. The White Lotus. Yeah, I don't know what. Which I, I I've so. seen some really great reactions to. I might have to check that out. Um, yeah. so yeah, so I, I had that same, uh, Mike and Dave, but, um, I also, you know, wedding jokes and craziness, wedding crashers I thought of sure. as well. So, um, yeah, the, those are my pieces. Which might be getting a reboot or a sequel yeah. coming up we hear. So. I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, Vince Vaughn's kind of been on a roll lately. Um, and, uh, Owen Wilson with his, uh, Marvel show. I mean, now apparently, um, uh, Gen Z people are learning who he is, so. Well, it's wild, it's wild, man. It's wild. <laughs> Not my best. Yeah, it was good, though. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that does it. That's that's our August trailers for the month. Um, of course, there's plenty more coming out, but uh, I, I think that gives people a little bit of a an idea of what's happening. So you, you said uh, you said Coda's pretty much your uh, top of the list for the month yeah. so far? Yeah, I mean, besides all the acclaim, like, the trailer looks great. So. Yeah. That and Reminiscence 1 and 2, how about you? Yeah, I would say probably Don't Breathe 2, just because I really love the original, and Coda, which just looks great. So, Which are also, couldn't be more different <laughs> as far as movies are concerned. But Well, that's fun, though. Yeah, it sure is. Um, but awesome. Yeah, I think that does it for this episode. Uh, Jason, why don't you tell people what's going on on Awesome Movie Year and Food and Loathing? Cool. Awesome Movie Year. We are about to complete our 1967 season. Uh, with some big movies there coming out at the end. Cool Hand Luke. Uh, we got uh, uh, The Producers coming up, which is a Dave pick there. Mm -hmm. We have uh, In the Heat of the Night coming out, Best Picture. So a lot to look forward to there, Dave. Uh, and maybe a James Bond movie there for a bonus episode. Sure. And then uh, when we finish that, we will be announcing our next season, which is, I think... A season that I hope a lot of people wanted, I know, is one of the reasons we started the podcast. So that's exciting. Um, and Food and Loathing, every week you can find us. It's uh, Al Mancini and myself. Obviously, Josh Bell and Dave are my cohorts on uh, Awesome Movie Year on Food and Loathing. It's Al Mancini and producer Rich Johnson. And we go around and we we really dissect the food scene in Las Vegas. Uh, and, and we break news. We talk about things like edibles, you know, we talk about things like social media, influencers in food. So we're really trying to like look at it from all angles 
and um, you know, utilize our skills as food writers. Awesome, Jason. Well, uh, thanks as always for being here, and uh, I look forward to our talk on pig soon, and to whatever the next time you're on piecing it together. Well, is. tell Gina to save me some wine. We will do that for you. Hi, I'm Kay, and I'm Jay, and we give you the Fuck My Work Life podcast. The weekly podcast where we read your workplace stories to you. Hilarious mishaps. I lost my balance and grabbed the only thing I could to steady myself. I grabbed a teetering stack of about eight sheets of drywall. I hit all of my knees and elbows on the way down. <laughs> all of all them. Of them. <laughs> workplace shenanigans. Carl and Ted had super glued all Bob's pencils and pens to his desk. <laughs> Full disclosure. I smoked a lot of weed at that time. <laughs> Awkward encounters. As he's wandering around the party girl section exactly. of a clothing store. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at FMWLPOD. That's FMWLPOD. Email your stories to FMWLPOD at gmail.com. That's FMWLPOD at gmail.com. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation about some of the movies coming out in August 2021. Thank you to Jason Harris for being here. Make sure to check out his other podcast, Awesome Movie Year and Food and Loathing. And while you're at it, make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together. Wherever it is you listen to podcasts, we are there. Wherever you're listening to it right now, we are there. Although if you're on the website, piecingpod.com, um, I don't know. Can you subscribe on a website? I, I guess you can by RSS feed or something like that. I don't know. But whatever it is you use to listen to podcasts, make sure you're subscribed. Also, while you're at it, check out Apple Podcasts, and you can rate and review us over there. Pocket Casts, you can't rate and review us over there. Never mind. Uh, Podchaser, you can rate and review us over there. So, you know, there's a bunch of places you can rate and review us. Otherwise, just subscribe and keep listening to the show. You can also share the show if you really like what we're doing. Follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. I told you about the Patreon at the top of the show, but I'll just quickly remind you it's the Produced by David Rosen Patreon, combining content from everything I'm involved with. Patreon.com slash by David Rosen. There's a link in the show notes. Check that out. So... Let's close this thing out with a piece of music like I always do. And I am going to go with a track from my latest album, David Rosen. The self-titled album, David Rosen. And let's see. I'm going to go with the song Together Again. I really like this song. It's very uh, guitar-based, which a lot of my music's a little more electronic. Um, this one definitely has a little bit more of a natural, organic feel to it, and I like that about it. So, uh, yeah, this is Together Again. It's on my latest album, David Rosen. Hope you enjoy it. We'll be back with more Piecing It Together coming up real soon. <laughs>
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.